the role of nitrogen in duplex stainless steels. Some nitrogen has been present in steel for as long as steel making has taken place. This has been unintentional and in practice there have been no means of removing or controlling the nitrogen concentration. It was not until the advent of modern process metallurgical techniques such as AOD, VOD and CLU during the 1970s that nitrogen could be added to the steel melt in a controlled way and nitrogen therefore became an important alloying element. This was an inspiration in the development of steels in which the influence of nitrogen on the mechanical and corrosion properties was explored. In particular, further development of steels in the duplex family accelerated. The Scottish physicist Daniel Rutherford is regarded as the discoverer of the element nitrogen in 1772. However, at about the same time, Carl Wilhelm Scheele in Sweden investigated nitrogen quite independently and referred to it as burnt air, or phlogisticated air. It is therefore fair to give credit also to him for his contribution to fundamental chemistry. He gave nitrogen the name kverve in Swedish, the meaning of which is the suffocating element. The name refers to his spectacular experiment in which flies were allowed to consume oxygen in a closed glass jar until they eventually died from oxygen deficit. Little did he imagine that the gas nitrogen was going to be used successfully as an alloy element in steel about 200 years later. Like nickel and manganese, the subject of my previous column, nitrogen is an austenite stabiliser. Moreover, it gives a substantial strength increment by solid solution hardening. It was soon realised that nitrogen, together with chromium and molybdenum, improves the resistance to pitting corrosion. Lawrence and Medawar at Tussen in 1969 defined a parameter called the pitting resistance equivalent, or PRE, and presented the following relation. PRE equals percentage chromium plus 3.3 times percentage molybdenum plus K times percentage nitrogen. The formula turned out to correlate so well with pitting corrosion experiments, for example the ASTM G48 test, that it has become a working tool in alloy development and used for ranking alloys. The prefactor K is commonly 16, indicating that the effect of nitrogen on the pitting corrosion resistance is quite significant. In early types of duplex stainless steels, the austenitic phase was often more susceptible to pitting than the ferritic phase, since chromium and molybdenum were enriched in ferrite. Because of the preference of nitrogen for the austenite phase, this unbalance could be remedied by alloying with nitrogen. Sandvik SAF 2507 was the first alloy to be fully balanced, aided by the computer program Thermocalc and the high mobility of nitrogen. As pointed out by Herzmann et al., a high mobility of nitrogen is also essential during welding when reformation of austenite takes place in the heat-affected zone. Nickel alone is not sufficient to guarantee enough austenite because of the short time available. However, Nitrogen, with its higher mobility, enhances the process of austenite reformation. 
Without nitrogen, the volume fraction of ferrite would be too high and brittleness would become a severe problem, as in the early types of duplex stainless steels. Furthermore, the desired PRE balance of the weld would not be obtained and pitting corrosion would become a potential problem. It needs to be reiterated that there is no remedy without side effects, and nitrogen is no exception. Even though nitrogen is quite mobile, it has difficulties to escape from ferrite under very rapid quenching conditions. Owing to the low solubility of nitrogen in ferrite, the formation of nitrides is a likely scenario. Consequently, brittleness ensues. The other extreme is too slow cooling that gives rise to formation of intermetallic phases, which also cause brittleness. The point I want to make is that both too slow and too rapid cooling during welding leads to problems. Provided the welding instruction is followed, these extreme conditions are avoided. However, I have now anticipated some of the content of the coming columns in which the roles of chromium and molybdenum are treated. It is more or less a law of nature that these elements also have side effects, but they are indispensable in the development of duplex stainless steels. The text was written by Jan Olof Nielsen and this article was first published in Stainless Steel World magazine in August 2016. The speaker was Phil Etheridge. Season 1, a series of articles on the role played by the elements nickel, manganese, chromium, molybdenum and nitrogen in the design of duplex stainless steels.